Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I suck at playing the guitar. That's what that that's that's all that that's all that is showing you is that This portion of the Sean Boyles podcast is brought to you by the Anchor app. Anchor.fm. And uh, they provide a very easy uh, uh, easy way to podcast. And as you can see, you can do whatever you want on a podcast. You can play guitar very poorly and try to talk over it. And it might not really work out. But that's okay because the Anchor app provides an easy way to edit and uh, streamline your, your, your messy audio with your ums and your ahs and, and, and whatever else you're doing. And, and you can make money. That's right. If you get enough uh, of an audience, you can get paid by advertisements. And and, and and everybody wins. The advertisers win. You win. And Anchor wins. Everybody wins. So, uh, download the Anchor app and get started today. Uh, if you have the gift of gab and you got things to say. And uh, you want to do a podcast, do it. Because it's easy. And that's why I use the Anchor app. I also want to say, and I have to very much say this a lot and loudly and clearly, I do not have the rights to music heard here on the Sean Boyles podcast. I'm saying it plainly, and I'm saying it uh, with, 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 uh, with vigor and, and meaning and oomph and spunk. I do not have the rights to music heard here on the Sean Boyles podcast. Let's start the show. It's the Sean Boyles Podcast. Music, comedy, drums, life, burrito. What's up, dirties? Dirty, dirty, dirties! It's your boy, it's Sean Boyles. What's crack a lackin', lack a lackin'? What's going on? Thank you for tuning in to yet another shit show of a podcast that is the Sean Boyles Podcast. How are you doing? Uh, Man, lots of things to try to talk about. I might not get through it all, but that's okay. That's okay. There is a dog barking outside the, the, the workshop here, a.k.a. podcast studio. Not really a podcast studio, but somebody's dog is uh, a little upset. There's a lot of barking, a lot of barking happening. I hope everything's okay. Uh, yeah, man. Um, let's see. Uh, right out of the gate, um, something that came up this week, uh, very important, uh, possibly, 
possibly something that could be important to the future of this podcast. Uh, let's hope that I don't get in trouble. So, um, if you're a regular listening listener of the podcast, you know that I uh, play a lot of music here on the podcast. And I do have the disclaimer at the beginning of the podcast saying that I do not have the rights to music heard here on the podcast. However, I got myself an email from uh, first from Spotify and then from Anchor that they were taking down an episode of the podcast for um, copyright violation. Basically, I played music that somebody felt was infringing on their copyright and they complained. I got it literally got a complaint from Universal Music Group, the giant, giant conglomerate of money-grubbing sons of bitches <laughs> that... Um, are representing artists and representing their best interests and you can't use their songs. Now, uh, episode, oh fuck, I don't even remember. Uh, an episode back in September, September 7th episode, I believe, something like that. Um, they had a problem. The episode entitled, That Better Not Be a Turd. Which, uh, if you haven't figured out, I sort of, um, after I'm done with, I don't name the episodes until after I'm done, and maybe I catch a little silly thing that fell out of my face, and I'll use that as a title for an episode. Um, that particular episode, I talked about the possibility of me shooting my pants, but in our weekly feature of Reaction of the Week... I featured and talked shit about a Drake song. <laughs> and that is the song in question. Uh, Drake is signed to... He actually has his own label, but it's distributed by uh, Universal. And thus, the complaint that came down the pipe. Now, uh, they, they, they file a complaint, and an anchor decides to take the thing off they said they were going to take it off their platform and take it off of the Spotify platform. Um, so then I got an email from Spotify Spotify saying, hey, we got a complaint. We're going to take your episode down. If they listen to every episode, there's going to be a problem. Um, but they didn't listen to episode, every episode. They only listened somehow got word of this one and it was a problem. Now, um, here is where. I believe there is a loophole and a uh, a fickle point to be made. Uh, the Anchor app literally has an option to add music to your episode. And the Anchor app uses music that is on Spotify. I looked up this song on Spotify, the song in question. I looked it up on Spotify. It is, is, in fact, available on Spotify, and I can add it to my podcast. Somehow the idea that I played it in a broadcast style, meaning I played it, uh, I didn't use Spotify to insert the music into my podcast because what that would be, I wouldn't be able to talk over it if I did did it that way. However, how is it not the same thing? If you are allowing 
music to be played on a podcast because you offer that service. The Anchor app, literally, when I'm going through the edits, is you know there's an option to add sound effects, and there's option to add music. And I could add phone calls that I've made with people that got recorded. I can, I could upload all kinds of stuff to a thing, and it'll insert it in the thing. I like to do the podcast sort of live, like an old school radio broadcast, where I got a mixer and I got multiple inputs, and I'm fading things in and out. I, I just, I, for me, it feels more performative. So I like it that way better as opposed to if I just played a song, you hear the song start to finish, I didn't get to interact with it. Okay. Um, but nonetheless, there is a complaint. And uh and of course I made the comment that hey, you know, that episode got 38 listens. So um you're really uh <laughs> you're really uh you know, I haven't made a dime off of this podcast. Uh, there is no revenue stream coming in. I'm literally not making any money. Of uh, And I know it's principality. I understand that. Uh, don't offer music to be played on a podcast if I can't play music on a podcast. Uh, so that out of the way, let's see what the future holds. I emailed them back both with um, my side of the story this was early in the week. This was uh, Saturday and Monday. Saturday, I got the uh, an email from Anchor. Uh, Monday, I got an email from Spotify. Responded to both with similar um, com- uh, counter complaints, you know, or 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 or, or uh, my my side of the story. This is what's happening on my end, and uh, not an email back. So, fuck, I don't know. I don't know how that will all work out. I don't know how. Um, I don't know what the future holds. They said if there's further uh, in uh, further complaints or third uh, further infractions, is that a word? Infraction. Um, if I fuck up again, uh, they um, they could possibly pull the whole podcast down, and I won't be able to do it, and I have to do another one under under a different name. Maybe the Sean Wayne Boyles podcast. That's my little name. Um, I don't know. We will see. We will see what the future holds. I, I, I hope that it's nothing. I hope they don't start going through every fucking episode because there's going to be a fucking shit ton of complaints. If they complain for every, every, if they send an email for every episode, we're going to be in a whole lot of trouble. Uh, this episode included because I ain't going to fucking change shit up, Jack. I'm going to continue on. Stay the course. We're going to plow through. We're going to headstrong into the night. We're going to we're, we're going to focus on power and 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 go straight away and stick to the plan. We're not going to deviate from what we're doing. It's going to be down the middle, the same old bullshit that we went on. <laughs> Did you watch the Patrice O'Neill documentary? Have you watched the Patrice O'Neill documentary? It's called Killing is Easy. Uh, great, great documentary about the modern-day best comic that probably ever did it. He is my favorite comedian, and he is often called a comedian's comedian. 
and uh, a very, very good documentary. I learned a few things about the man that I didn't know. Uh, all my favorite comics um, sort of have taken from him and have uh, admitted that he was better than everybody <laughs> yeah, right out of the gate. He had a lot, a lot of shit figured out. His, uh, his honesty to a fault uh, is sort of what seemed to have uh, kept him from really reaching that brass ring. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away and he had a stroke as his star was rising. So um, not necessarily a household name when it comes to comedy, but if you are into comedy even a little bit, do yourself a favor and check out anything of him doing stand-up on YouTube. There is a special called uh, The Elephant in the Room that is a masterpiece. Uh, I've watched it multiple times, and I laugh the whole fucking time because it's so fucking good. Especially like the first 10, maybe 15 minutes where... It almost seems as if the the, the 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 thing that I always uh, love about Patrice O'Neill is the fact that it never sounds like a bit. It sounds like the man is just talking to you and uh, speaking his mind and laying out his point of view that oftentimes is fucking not the most PC, not the most woke, not the most. Uh, um, uh, what do you want to say? There's definitely a, a male chauvinist slant to what he does. And you will disagree with what he's talking about, but God damn it, he says it in a way it's going to make you laugh. Whether you disagree or agree, you are going to laugh because it is fucking funny the way he lays the shit out. But it just sounds like he's talking. And I think that's why he has the admiration from comics that he does. And I even saw him on a roast. He did the Charlie Sheen roast and... Even then, it seemed like it was off the top of his head. He had a piece. Of, he even says, he's, I had this whole shit written out with this guy. And then he goes after some guys off the top of his head. And it's just fucking brilliant. The dude was funny, 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 funny. Um, the documentary, Killing is Easy, an amazing documentary. Uh, it's on Comedy Central, uh, the Comedy Central app. You could watch it. I watched it when they broadcasted it on Comedy Central on, in... Uh, they had to fit it in a, I don't know, a two-hour slot or whatever. Um, apparently, if you watch the, uh, which I think I watched the whole thing. If I watched the two-hour thing, they said that uh, when it originally broadcast, there was about 19 to 20 minutes that was edited out to make it fit in the thing. So, But if you watch it, like, there's a tab on the, the Comedy Central app. First of all, the Comedy Central app is fucking whack. It is very hard to navigate. However, as soon as you open it up, I think the second thing down is the Patrice O'Neill documentary. So you can click on that and watch it in its entirety without commercials. And um, it's a good, it's a very funny, very good. Very, very good. Um, what else? Dude, like I said, there's been a, a lot of a lot of things that came, uh, came down the pipe um, this week. Yeah, or things that I wanted to talk about, I guess. I guess. Not necessarily. Um, ooh, I had... I had a hamburger the other night. I had a... An amazing hamburger. 
the other night, uh, I was uh, not even not the other night during the day. My lunch, I was doing a job in Oakland near Lake Merritt. Uh, the uh, I guess the south south shore of Lake Merritt. Um, not much in that area, but I went up the road. I went up uh, uh, Lakeshore, uh, headed east, and I found this place. I I don't think I've eaten there before because I think this was another spot at one point. But it's uh, flip. Shout out to Flipside Burgers and Shakes in Lakeshore. God damn! I had a the, so they got a list of different types of burgers on their menu. I had the Hangover and a nice. Uh, quarter pound patty, grass fed, fucking da 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 da. Uh, nice bun, fried egg on top of it. I love a hamburger that's got a fried egg on it. Bacon, the fucking works. The kicker was the mayo. Some sort of fucking house blend, hot mayo, spicy. It was of orangey color. God damn, that mayo was good. And it made this burger top-notch. Uh, Flipside burger in... Uh, I w- I'm going to say top three burgers I've ever had ever. Top three burgers I've ever had ever. Um, and the number one burger, I can't even fucking remember what the place is called. So, that, and it, But it was, in, uh, it was in San Antonio. I know that. It was in San Antonio. It was down the street from the place we played. Fuck, I can't remember the name of the place we played. Um, no. Memories are slipping away due to not being able to remember anything. Anything at all. I don't remember. I don't remember my memory phase. Um... Yeah, man, it's uh, it's getting bad, man. <laughs> it's getting bad. Um, if you listen to uh, the uh, well, if you're listening to this podcast, you heard the intro to the the podcast this week, and I played some guitar terribly. Um, I don't know what the hell I was thinking and why I did that. However, it was fun, and I have been playing the guitar a little bit more than I have in the past. Uh, in the past, I mean the last year. I thought with this fucking pandemic shit, I was going to be playing and stroking that shit every day. But uh have not even touched the fucking thing. And the guitar is sitting around getting dusty. I haven't done nothing musically, and I feel weird. But, but, uh, playing a little bit more drums. Got some more drums happening. Uh, went on, uh, went on Saturday in, uh, Played some drums at my place in Oakland, so uh, getting back at it. I'm on. I'm on a for the last three weeks, two weeks. Last two weeks, I'm on a two times in average. Yeah, in the last two weeks, I've played five times. So I guess a little bit more than a little bit more than two times a week. So uh, yeah, man, I'm starting to. Starting to feel a little fucking human again is what's happening. Got a little, got a little humanoid feeling to me. Um, without naming names, 
Uh, I talked a little bit, uh, was it last week or the week before, about beefs online on the social medias? Beefs, people beefing with each other. Me beefing with people, people beefing with me. Other people beefing with each other. There's beefs, people beefing. Uh, having disagreements, having, I don't like the way you said that. And, you know, here's the thing. I, I mean, granted, I follow and I'm friends with a lot of comics on the social medias. And uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts with a lot of comics. And the big dogs, they're always talking about how they bust balls with each other. Sort of a tradition with comics is the ball busting. Uh, some feel if you can't handle being made fun of, how are you getting up on stage and telling jokes and making fun of other people if that's what you do? But some people don't do that. They are nice and clean and they have their stuff that they do. And they're not trying to hurt anybody. None of us are trying to hurt anybody. That's the game. We're not trying to hurt anybody. Um, if you are a comic... Especially if you're a comic that has, at times, made a comment on the social medias, giving somebody a little bit of the old ball busting, getting a little jab in, all in good fun. But then you turn around and you start getting sensitive and you don't like it when somebody comes at you, especially if they come at you pretty fucking hard. Um... I have a weird, um, I don't know, I've, I've been criticized for my ball busting online with comic friends. And some feel it's a little bit too much, some feel it's um, unwarranted. Uh, maybe any and all of that is true. However, in my defense, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. And anybody that's been friends with me a long time, especially if you're friends with me online on social medias, me busting balls and making a goofy comment on your on your post is something I've been doing from the fucking get. Like the idea of social media and talking shit on people's comments was something that I greatly looked forward to when the whole idea of social media started. I want to see who's saying what and what shitty thing can I say after that to make people laugh. And it was just to make people laugh and to make myself laugh. As I'm typing it, I'm going, <laughs> this is going to be funny. It, that's, that's all it is. It's just for the laugh, for the LOLs. The lols. Just trying to make people laugh. It's fun. Have a sense of humor. I understand if you had a bad day and something happened to you and you're not feeling it and then you see a sh then you see somebody making a snide comment and you're like, you know what? Fuck that guy! Because I've done it myself. But at the same time, I'm not going to tell the dude, hey, hey, hey I'm going to block you and I'm going to, uh, I don't want to, you know, like, you know, you, that's a shitty comment, and, uh, and then you come back even shittier, and then it turns into a back and forth and all that. It's like it's it's hard to gauge people's intention online sometimes. And if we just give everybody the benefit of the doubt, if you have an inkling 
of if you have a misnomer, I don't even know what that means. If you have a misnomer of, of or an inkling or you think maybe the person got a little tweaked about something you said, hit them up. Hit them up and ask. Hey, man. It seemed like you took the thing I said a little hard. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to upset you. I was just making a silly joke. I found myself doing that recently and uh and that, i don't know there seems to be a little bit of they're not over it i don't know um i don't know what to do to make that uh and there's there's uh there's some other people that got stuck in the wake of that particular moment too not anything that i did but when i when i struck Apparently, I struck at a time that was was a bad time for this person, and some other people else, some other people struck with some other different things, and it made it even worse. So, this individual um, sort of uh, started cutting a lot of people out. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I'm glad that I was able to uh, squash it and. Um, take care of it but man it's a little dicey there for a minute um i've been watching uh i've been watching a little bit more tv than normal um me and my wife have a very different things that uh we have very different things that we like to watch on television so i sort of um i i mean i don't I don't lay any claim to the remote, so I just, you know, if we're going to watch something, it's usually going to be something that she wants to watch. Uh, however, recently, and I want to say the last maybe two weeks, week and a half, somewhere in there, the wife has um, gotten on, uh, I've been hearing people talk about it, fucking, I can't remember the name of it, um, Clubhouse, I think it's called, Clubhouse? It's a, a, a social networking. Um, basically, it's old school chat rooms. It's old school party lines is what it is. Um, it's an app, apparently, that you can get. And you can see these people are in different rooms. And you can join the room. And everybody's got a little avatar. And when they're speaking, their little avatar blinks. So you know who's talking. Um, so you're staring at your phone watching avatars speak. And, um, and it's been a way she, she actually does have some friends that are on this thing. Uh, so, uh, she's talking to her friends in Japan, which is, I think is great. I have no problem with her doing that, but in doing it, she's been keeping some goofy hours because if she's going to talk to people in Japan, that means it's going to be night times here or it's going to be crazy early in the morning and it's going to be evening over there. So she's talking to some friends, at some odd hours. She's been keeping odd hours. Uh, and sometimes she's talking. She didn't realize she did it. But she pulled like a 24 hour fucking stint. On this clubhouse shit. Now I ain't mad. I'm not I'm not upset. I'm not jealous. I'm not bothered. Uh, this is good for her. And uh, she doesn't get to talk with people at home. You know what I mean? And, 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 she's, and here she's only got me. And I can fucking, I ain't, <laughs> I, as you can tell by listening to this podcast, I ain't very entertaining. 
I can only fucking juggle so many plates to keep you interested. So um, it's been a good thing for her to 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 uh, to get on this thing and talk to her friends. I think she's on it right now in that in the apartment while I'm out here in the shop doing the podcast. So it, and, and it's fine. I have no problem with it. Um, but it has freed up the television a little bit. So I watched the last season of Vikings already. Bang that shit out. Uh, watched the this uh, the last season of F is for Family. Fucking brilliant. And fucking Bill Burr hasn't been working out his fucking issues with his family through that show. God damn. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't watched F is for Family on Netflix, do yourself a favor. If you remember at all what it was like in the mid-70s for families, especially families that are uh, uh, lower lower class uh, economically, you know, paycheck to paycheck type families, families that are just fucking struggling and uh, but doing the thing and, and, and getting into it. Uh, it's a great, 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 funny fucking show. Um, so I caught the last season, the, the, the latest season of that and the latest season of, uh, big mouths, which I have maybe one or two episodes left before I finish that one. And another hilarious anime. Oh, F is for family is animated. If you don't know, it's an animated series about a, um, a fucking hard to deal with his feelings. Father and his issues from his father and how he deals with his own kids and how he's just in that perpetual hamster wheel of burying the fucking feelings down. And it just, and it comes out. You can't bury it for so long because it's going to come out. It's going to come out in fucking teeth and horns. And uh, you got to figure out a way to curb that shit and make it so that uh, you're not warping and fucking up your kids <laughs> for another generation. So very, very good series. F is for family animated and uh and and big mouths is fucking hilarious absolutely hilarious um about some kids junior high age dealing with their fucking like entering puberty and their hormones and uh they have uh of course the grown-ups don't see them and the kids don't necessarily see each others but each kid has their own hormone monster and it's just oh they're just so funny and it's foul it's dirty and it's hilarious i love it probably one of my favorite shows on television um what else I'm, i want to uh catch that last season of shameless this is the la uh, last and final season and uh the more she talks on this clubhouse the more fucking tv i could watch and then i start going god damn i haven't been watching tv and like how much time was I wasting watching television? You know what I mean? Not that I'm fucking filling that time waste void with anything productive. Been playing games on my phone. And uh <laughs> You know what I mean? Like is it like I'm uh being a I don't know, I don't feel like I'm being a productive person. I'm not getting anything done. I haven't been doing music, haven't been writing jokes, haven't you know Although I think I got a couple ideas I'm going to try tonight. Uh, there's an open mic. There's an open mic on Thursdays here in uh, Castor Valley. And I've been hitting it up since things opened back up a few weeks back. I've been hitting it up every... Although I went last week and 
I've been killing, actually. Well, they say you cannot bomb or kill at an open mic. Uh, because you're trying shit out. You're, you're, uh, you're working... You're working your craft. You're practicing. I, uh, if I sit down and practice drums, I'm not failing or succeeding. I'm just practicing. Right? I, 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 I'm not going to say that I had a shitty practice because maybe the thing didn't work out that I've been working out. And if I played really good and felt good about it, I could walk away feeling good, but I'm not going to be like, oh, I killed it. I killed it at practice. It's fucking practice. You know what I mean? You maybe you maybe you got the work done. But uh I don't know, you can't I don't feel like and and this is wisdom that has been passed down to me and I I happen to agree with it. You can't bomb and you can't fucking kill at an open mic. However, at this open mic in particular here in Castro Valley, I've been doing very well. Uh a couple things I've I've worked on there uh and I've uh, sort of figured them out. A little I could probably figure it out more, but I I tend to come up with something, say it the way I'm saying it. Not much tweak, tweak, uh, 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 not much tweaking happens to it. Uh, not as much as I should, probably should. I should really deconstruct and try it a different way. And maybe if I was getting up every night, multiple times a night, I think I might take more chances in um, in pulling things apart and trying to redo them a different way to see what works and see if it works better. Um, I'm definitely a write the joke on stage type of person. I might have an idea how I want it to go in my head. Maybe I say it into the phone just to hear it back. Maybe, uh, but usually how it comes out is how it ends up staying. For the most part, there has been a couple of times where I switched some stuff around. Um, and then I listen back to the podcast too, because sometimes, again, I've said it many, many times now. Uh, the whole purpose of this podcast is for me to maybe farm bits out of my skull that maybe I went on a rant or something and it just happened to kind of be funny. And uh, maybe I could retool it and use it for the stage. So, um, And then sometimes I just want to talk to nothing. <laughs> sometimes it's just, it's just time to talk. I want to just talk to nobody and nothing. Staring at the fucking piece of foam sound thing that I have on a that I have on a music stand to keep the sound from reflecting too much in these hard walls and hard floor that is this fucking workshop that my landlord owns anyway ah uh, what do we got um so yeah um as you guys know I I paint houses I paint houses for a living. I come into, I do exteriors. I, I was up on ladders today and running around this house, touching up some things. And, you know, sometimes I come into the house and I do work in your house. There is something that I have noticed in all my years of working at people's houses, in people's houses. I have noticed that if a female lives alone or lives with other females in a roommate in the house sort of situation or their same-sex partner lives with them 
I've noticed that the seat of the toilet on the underside will be filthy and disgusting. You would think not. You would think as a female, they're keeping their bathrooms clean. That it's it's a it's a sanctuary, a germ-free environment. No, as a man that needs to stand up to pee, and I need to lift the seat as to not pee on the seat, as to be courteous to the homeowner and the women that are going to use that toilet. I lift the seat, and every time I lift the seat, and the foul and gross and and and, and like upsplash diarrhea blood just oh, i mean the foul that is underneath women if you live by yourself please clean the underneath of your toilet seat as well as the rim the actual rim of the bowl because those are two things you never see because you keep that seat down every time. You sit down on the seat, you do your ding, and then you get in and you go on about your day and you close the lid. Like, no, you never close the lid. I have never once came into a female-only dwelling and seen the seat lid down. Lid is always up. Lid is up. The seat is down. Fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> Every time I lift that seat, it is foul. Every time. Like I like I, I I recoil my hand back quickly because I don't because I've seen it's just ugh. and now to the point where I'm gun shy to even lift the seat. I go, maybe I got that aim. I don't got that aim. I'm 46. That shit's fucking who knows who knows at this point whether it's gonna come out even straight. It's always surprising these days. In fact, the wife the wife recently bought this seat cover, and it's like a some like it's almost like a sweater for the seat, and um, I can't lift it against the lid. It, I have to hold it. Like it won't it won't stay up by itself. It's too thick to stay up by itself. So now I have to hold like as I'm. Getting to the toilet, I have to undo my pants first, pull out the the peeing apparatus, my dick. I have to pull that out, get it ready, and then pull the seat up, and then I got to hold the seat so it doesn't fall back down midstream. And, and then I got it. So it, it's this... Apparently, I've been a two-handed peer for a long time. I guess I'm holding my shirt out of the way with one hand and holding the 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 the, the, the peer, holding the peer with another hand. Um, or maybe I'm holding my balls out of the I don't know. There's, it seems to have turned into a two-hand operation down there. And um, and now I got to try to do it with one hand, and it feels wonky. Feels like I'm gonna. Pee on something I'm not supposed to. But um Yeah man. I'm not I don't know. The new uh the new seat cover thing. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan. I'm just saying. Not a big fan. Um 
All right, let's do, uh, you want to do the thing? Do you want to get into some of this? Every week, ladies and gentlemen, your boy is now getting in trouble for listening to music on his own podcast that the the podcast provider gives you a uh, line on whether or not you can use music and it's there for you using. But apparently you got to be careful still. Um, But I'm going to do my shit the way I've been doing it. This is the part of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, where I, a 46, soon to be 47-year-old metalhead, I'm fucking metal, blah, I um, listen to the top song in the country, and I react to it and tell you how garbage it is, um, <laughs> in my opinion. Uh, this week, we have a song called um, Calling My Phone. By Lil TJ and Slack. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume it's Slack. It's six. It's the number six L A C K. Six Slack. Six Slack. I don't know. These kids and their numbers and their letters together. What are they doing? Algebra. Um. Anyway, song called uh, "Calling My Phone." Reaction of the week. This is me. Reacting to this song. Let's see how it goo. Um, am I? Oh, you're not gonna fucking load now, you son of a bitch. Are we playing? It's not even playing. It's saying it's gonna play, but it's not playing. How about this? Still not playing. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Oh, now it's saying not even fucking loaded, don't? What are you doing? I'm sorry, guys. I loaded this shit earlier, and it seemed like it was a go, and now it's being a silly goose. So maybe we're not going to do this, or maybe i got to stop the recording, and we'll uh, we'll see about fixing this shit. All right, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to do a reaction of the week this week because I cannot get the damn thing to load. So this is what happens when you do the podcast sort of live. Sorry, no reaction of the week this week. Maybe we'll try to do it next week. I'll put a pin in it. I'll put a pin in it. And um, we'll try again. We'll try again another time. God damn it, that sucks. Um. Anyway, I um, I was reminded of um, uh, was reminded of a time last year at some point. Uh, well, it had to be longer than a year ago because a year ago we were just starting to lock down, right? A year ago this week, we were starting to go, hey, man, there might be this fucking ick out there that we might need to worry about, right? You're starting to hear about the coronavirus. So, um, so it was a lo- definitely longer than a year ago. I had, uh, I was producing my comedy shows at the Bistro in downtown Hayward and, and made a flyer. 
I made a flyer for one of the shows, and uh, I pretty much go on people's social media's pages uh, and uh, and find a picture that looks cool of of the the comic that I have booked for the show, uh, and I'll put a picture of them on the flyer. I put a picture of this individual on the flyer, and they were ups- They were upset with the picture that I picked. They thought the picture I picked was blurry and fuzzy, and uh, they had spent some money on headshots, and they were asking why I didn't use the headshot. There's a couple reasons why I didn't use the headshot. Um, The headshot, although they spent money on a headshot, in my opinion, the headshot was not very flattering of the individual. Looked a little weird. Looked a little weird. I've seen better pictures of this individual, and I used a different picture where the individual looked a little bit more pleasing to the eye. And the person was upset that I used this other picture. But then said, hey, you know, it's your fucking show. It's your flyers. Do what you want. And that's the right move. That's what you should have fucking sat on your hands and, and, and didn't type me some bullshit. Because, yeah, it's my flyer. You know, I'm going to put the picture that I want to put on there. And it kind of goes back to a little bit. Um... With the, uh, just having some thick skin and not worrying about some shit that really doesn't matter. Um, you know, if, if, uh, if a flyer is being made and it's a comedy show and the person putting the show together decides to make the flyer and maybe, you know, Photoshop some silly stuff on the flyer and be goofy with the comics that are on there and put them in, uh, precarious poses and it's obviously photoshopped and it's fun and it's a comedy show. Ha ha, we're going to laugh. We're going to have a good time. Oh, look how silly this flyer is. That's the spirit in which it should be done. And if you're going to get all fucking butt hurt and upset because you didn't like what was done with a flyer, drop off the fucking show. Don't do the show. Um, or how about don't do comedy because obviously you're too serious to understand the silliness that is in involved in doing comedy. It's a comedy show. In fact, there's not I I'm surprised there's not more buffoonery being made when it comes to flyers. We used to make some jackass flyers for our band back in the day for fucking till we back in the day we we found an old we found a granny that was in a in like a snowboard magazine and she had the big snowboard goggles and she was giving up the maloiks. She was giving up the fucking metal fingers, the devil horns, and it just looked funny. So we put our little logo inside the eyes of the goggles and said, hey, we're playing over here at the Berkeley Square or wherever the fuck it was. You know what I mean? Like, it was just fun. You had fun. Was that lady going to come after us? Hey, you put those things on my eyes and I would do that. You know, talk about fucking copyright infringement. We should have got pinched for that trademark infringement that we 
took a picture out of a magazine from an ad or some shit and, and used it. You know, like, it's just... It's a flyer for a show. It's not the fucking Declaration of Independence or, or something really serious like uh, the deed to your house or a, a DNR fucking... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's a flyer for a comedy show. Don't be too upset. Unless, unless you've specified, hey, this is the picture that I want you to use for your flyer. This is the picture that I'm using to, to promote myself. If you could do me a solid and use this picture, because this is the picture I want people to see me as. Some comics, a lot of comics, when they're or a producer, if they're booking a show together, they'll ask the comics, hey, do you have a headshot that you would like me to use? I look like dog shit in any picture that I've been photographed in. So I could give a fuck what picture you want to use of me. Good luck. Find a good one. I hope you do some work. I hope you got time to sift through the fucking shit photos that I've taken. Good luck, sir. Good luck. Or ma'am. Or whatever. Um, just don't. It's a fucking comedy show. It's We're going to have some fun. If somebody makes a silly flyer and puts a fucking banana in your mouth, you know, just fucking whatever. You know what I mean? Just be okay with that shit, all right? Oh, I saw So, yeah, okay, I've been watching more more television, and, you know, sometimes I got to put up with a commercial, and I've seen this commercial for a speaker that goes in the shower head. Why do you need the speaker in the shower head? What the what what the fuck is that? I've never once been in the shower, looked up at the shower head, the water pouring at it and thought it'd be really cool if there was a speaker in there. Not once ever did that thought cross my mind. And if it had I wouldn't have thought to try to implement a thing to make it so I could put a Bluetooth speaker in the fucking shower head. It, you don't need it in the shower. You could have it just in the bathroom. What is the, what is the audio significance of having it on the shower head versus just in the bathroom itself? Is 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 it is the sound absorbing into the water and then and, and and hitting your face and body and you're absorbing the sound some different way because the 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 noise and the sound frequencies mixed in with the water molecules and now you're fucking lathering in in music soaked. It, no, no, and no, that's not what's happened. Don't. You don't need a shower head that's a speaker. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And and I've seen it at the store since. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Why? It just doesn't make any <laughs> doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why are you? Oh. I don't get it. I don't understand. Um, just have a fucking speaker inside the bathroom with you. And play some music. I really don't think you're going to hear it differently because it's coming out of the shower head. It's waterproof. This baker's waterproof. What they fucking do? It's waterproof. 
outside the fucking shower door or inside the shower door is not going to be a huge sound difference. Not enough to warrant it coming out of the shower head itself. It's so, it's so ridiculous. Oh, I, I mean, you'd have to be a suit. That's a very small market of audiophile that needs to have the sound dialed in in a in a way that it's uh, it's just oh. it's fucking stupid it's stupid didn't even and it didn't even look like a good showerhead looked like there wasn't enough water coming out of there didn't look like you get a good good look, look like your water pressure was shitty because of this dumb fuck thing that they made with the speaker in the middle and the water coming in. it's like not enough water Uh, all right, let's uh, let's see if this was going to work because I'm not confident that now we're going to have uh, a thing at the end of the thing. Oh, what the hell happened? See this fucking maybe my um, maybe my iPad is fucking shit in the bed. I don't know. Earworm of the week. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the earworm of the week is the end of the show. And this is that song that's stuck in your head. It's been stuck in your head all week. I, uh, in, uh, as well as uh, getting caught up on uh, television shows that I like to frequent, I've also been going down rabbit holes on, um, on YouTube. Going down the rabbit holes on YouTube. And... One thing that I have been checking out a lot more of is um, drum videos. Videos of drummers drumming. And uh, and uh, one drummer in particular has really caught my attention. One, uh, his name is Eloy Casagrande. Eloy Casagrande, I believe, won the 2000, six, seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there. Uh, modern drummer, modern drummer uh, uh, festival, or was it the modern drum? No, it was the it was the Guitar Center drum off. Every year, Guitar Center does, and I don't think they did it this last year because of uh, COVIDocious. Um, uh, they do basically a, uh, a, a unsigned musician. Uh, competition drum solo type thing, and uh, they do it regionally. Uh, guitar centers across the country hold uh, hold sort of uh, bracketed uh, things, and then you represent the store, and then you rep- represent the, the area and the region, and then fucking West Coast versus East Coast. I don't know how much they break it all down, but uh, you get invited to a big uh, day-long festival full of drum clinics and uh, all kinds of fun shit. Drums, 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 drums. And um, this cat, Eloy uh, Casagrande, won it some years back. Uh, He is Brazilian from Brazil, Brazilian. And uh, he wowed. I mean, it was what he played. Combination of metal and uh, Latin rhythms. He's from Brazil. Um, And then, like, a few years after he wins that, he wins it at, like... 16, 17 years old, some shit like that. He was super young to win it, like easily the youngest person to win the thing. And then he goes on uh, some years later, and he 
joins Sepultura. Sepultura is a uh, death metal, thrash metal band, probably more thrash metal than uh, anything else, uh, from Brazil. Uh, one of my favorite bands. They are easily in my top ten, if not my top five. Uh, just an amazing, amazing metal band. Um, definitely earlier to mid-career is what I enjoy. Um, uh, halfway through their career, um, the singer, guitar player, Max Cavalera, left the group due to some um, issues with management and or whatever. Uh, animosities uh, of the rest of the band towards him and his wife that was managing the band. So he bounced out and started a band called Soulfly. His brother, Igor Caballera, stayed in Sepultura and played for a long time, uh, but he eventually left as well. Hadn't seen his brother Max in 10 years, and they finally have a, a reunion and uh, have done stuff since together. Uh, replacing Igor Cavalera in Sepultura was Eloy Casagrande. Now, uh, Igor had a um, an approach to playing the older music where he would just kind of play it as fast as he could play it. <laughs> and uh, it definitely, he would change the feels of a lot of the songs because he was playing them what a lot of people would consider too fast. And I recently... Um, so the rabbit hole I've been going down on YouTube was watching... Igor play the old songs because Igor's got a page now beneath the drums on YouTube uh, where he has been playing the older Sepultura songs uh, playing, you know, uh, doing uh, play what they call playthroughs where he's, you know, playing along with the recording he's playing live but he's playing along with the recording um, and of course he recorded the track so he's playing everything that he played originally and he plays it spot on however, Igor's drum channel uh, is a response to Eloy Casagrande's drum channel because uh, Eloy had been going through the old Sepultura songs, the ones that he didn't record or play on, because he's been in the band a, a, a good number of years now. I think he's done like three or four albums with Sepultura since. Um, and, um, and so he goes back to the classic era of Sepultura and plays through the songs, and um, fuck, man, the shit that the guy adds, he tastefully adds these little bursts of just wow and amazement. Plays the songs fucking spot on, but yet he'll add little little things here and there that just, just uh, they're so tasty, but so just fucking like brute force wowing. His speed is phenomenal, and but what's even more impressive though is his power, like how hard he can hit and still play that fast. Uh, it's been something that drummers have been struggling with forever, especially in faster, faster music. The ability to play fast but still have the power there. I've always said, and this is something I stress to. Uh, to kids or even adults when I'm giving them drum lessons, which I haven't given any drum lessons in a very long time. But uh, when someone wants to uh, get their speed up, I, you know, you try to defy that physics and, and, and play, still play hard and loud with force and power, but yet still have the speed. Uh, a Ferrari cannot pull a boat. 
Uh, that's the example I'll, I'll often use. Um, yeah, Ferrari's fast as fuck. Get off the line quick, and it, it scoots down the road very nicely. But in order to play fast, you kind of have to have a lighter touch a lot of times just to be able to get back to the drum in the speed that you want. You know what I mean? I see a lot of these, you know, blast beat dudes, and it's all fingers, and it's all feather touch, and they're playing all triggered drums so that the sensitivity uh, is maxed out so they barely have to tap it to get sound. And uh, my man Eloy is not triggering shit, and he's playing fucking blasting the fuck out of these drums, playing hard. When he hits a cymbal, not only does the cymbal wobble, it actually, he makes the whole fucking stand wobble. And he's oh, just so much power. So in watching all these videos, this week's earworm gets stuck in my head. An old Sepultura song from the Chaos AD record. A song called Territory. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to me go on this whole fucking long tangent of how and how we came to the earworm of the week this week. Uh, if you haven't checked out, if you're if you're a fan of music at all, uh, you can marvel at how this guy plays and what he plays. Uh, it's just it's really amazing. So uh, Eloy E L O Y Casa Grande, my cousin. We're, we're we're texting back and forth about this guy. And my cousin Lorenzo hits me with, you know, he's got a really big house, right? I'm like, what? You saw his house? Yeah, really big house. I said, no, no. Casa Grande? Yeah, fuck you. Shut up. And then he said he painted it green. It was Casa Verde. He just kept going down. He, he gave credit to his son, Zane, for coming up with the Casa Grande and the big house. But, I mean, talk about a dad joke. God damn dad joke that is dad wearing shorts with dark socks and fucking flip-flops i mean that is a dad joke that is dad joke garters for the socks sock garters dad joke god damn i couldn't believe i fuck i got so upset <laughs> don't don't come at me with this fucking cockamamie bullshit uh, anyway Eloy Casagrande, uh, the newer drummer in Sepultura. Um, I'm not impressed with the newer Sepultura, though. I, I think I talked about it before. Their, their latest record, uh, I think they have a new record coming out soon, a, uh, a one that they made while being uh, in quarantine. Um, but their last record, uh, Quattro, with a Q, Quattro, um, <sighs> didn't do anything for me. Did not do anything for me. But the classic Sepultura is where it's at, and that's where this song comes in. Anyway, like I said, you remember, thank you. Rate, review, just subscribe, whatever the fuck. Um, don't send me money, because if I start making money off this podcast, uh, I'm not going to be able to play music. I think that's what it's going to come down to. So, uh, you remember the week this week, Territory, Sepultura off the Chaos AD record. Thank you for listening. Be good, keep it dirty, and I'll check you guys out next week.
Stanton Avenue